Hi, this is Steve from Retroman Blog, and in this episode of Retrosonic Podcast, we focus on the new movie documentary, Football's Last Proletarians. And this film looks back on the success of IFK Gothenburg under Sven Jorn Eriksson in the UEFA Cup of the 1980s. As the title suggests, it also concentrates on how a team of part-time footballers in the working-class docks of Gothenburg could go on to beat teams such as Barcelona, Hamburg and Manchester United. I chat to directors Martin Jonsson and Carl Pontus Jorthen, and we were joined by one of the stars of the team, and obviously the movie itself, ex-Liverpool and Fiorentina defender Glenn Hessen. Now, you might have also heard our Retrosonic podcast where we chat to Ian Person of the Soundtrack of Our Lives. Uh, Ian supplied all the soundtrack music to the movie, and if you visit www.retromanblog.com, you can find links to the free download of that episode. So I hope you enjoy this. So the movie's going to be out on, uh, it's on DVD in Sweden now, isn't it? So you're going yeah, to release yeah. it international, uh, nationally, are you? Uh, We've actually got a distributor in the UK just a few days ago. So oh, great. The, the DVD, the, there are like a pack of DVDs shipping right now to oh, the good. UK distributor. So it yeah. will be distributed in, in the UK. And it's been shown on the Swedish TV, has it? Yet? Yeah, or is it yeah, twice, I think. Yeah? Twice, yeah. And you've got your screening tonight as uh, the first UK screening. No, actually, it's, it's the second. Oh, because they had, they had a, a screening in Liverpool, actually. Ah, okay. Yeah. Kicking yeah. a screen and had a small edition in Liverpool, but yeah. on very short notice. Okay. So yeah. there was no possibility to arrange anything around it. So yeah. to me, uh, I, I, to me emotionally, the the London screening is the the UK premiere. It's an honour to be here in London, also, and hopefully yeah. we have audience. Well, I hope so, because I think it's a movie that will appeal to, I'm not going to say just English fans, but I think particularly in England, I think it will be a, it will strike a chord. Because I, I would think so, think yeah. So? yeah. I hope so. Yeah, I think I've so. Been, yeah. I've, been, I've been thinking that all the time since we made it, that in England this would fit very nicely in this film. People would feel the same. Well, I think, I think because we've experienced that huge boom in with the Premier League and the money in, involved and the big changes in football, I think it's probably affected the UK more than anywhere. And I think there, more, there yeah. is also a strong connection between the Swedish West Coast and Göteborg yes. and, uh, and, uh, and the north of England, most certainly, and, and, yeah. England, and Scotland. Uh, so, Scotland yeah. and England. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a connection by sea for hundreds of years. Yeah. Yeah. And it's yeah. like an emotional connection also, yeah. and I think it appears to, to football yeah. as well. Actually, That's when true. we were in New York, we had, uh, we had a screening at the beginning screening festival in New York, and uh, quite a big part of the audience were Scottish, actually. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, they yeah. really, they really felt something in the film that was really connected to them and the background and and the, their uh, football history with yeah, Celtics I, and Rangers. I agree, and Rangers, yeah. I think, it was uh, Rangers who won the, yeah. the uh, several of the, the players in in the boy in those days were from actually they were from the islands uh, yeah. like Don Cornelius, some for example, who struck yeah. the first goal against Hamburg yeah. in in. Uh, Finals. He was from. He's from an island yeah. outside yeah. Gothenburg. Yeah. And in those islands, you find a lot of people call 
Glenn, Dan, yes. or they have uh, English. Douglas. Douglas. Douglas is very common there's no, also. In there's that. no part of Sweden where you find so many you don't, Douglas. Nobody's yes. called that in Sweden uh, elsewhere. It's just, just the people from the islands yeah. outside Gothenburg. Mm. Because they obviously, they, they, know, they sailed over. They, had, uh, they sailed over to get a girlfriend or to get a, <laughs> a good sailor. Yeah. Or I don't know, whatever. But that's yeah. the connection, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think so. I think not just the football side, but geographically, I yeah. always think, say, Glasgow. Yeah. And that coast of Scotland is quite similar to Gothenburg and the islands. Yeah. And obviously there's yeah, the, the yeah, docks yeah. and the ports. And they and have the, the same humour. And also, you know, yeah. Ian, yeah. Yes. Uh, what they, when they became friends with, uh, with the o Oasis, they said uh, in the interviews always, well, I'm a friend of all the guys in Soundtrack. They're my... Yeah. They have the same humour. We have the same sense of humour. Thank you. In, yeah. in Göteborg, in Gothenburg. Cheers. As in as in some parts of England, you have this, this yeah, sick humour, you know this. Yes, I've discovered that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I like also in in Gothenburg. I was there a couple of weeks ago, and there's there's a popular T-shirt which is like the Ramones logo, which has just got like Gothenburg. And it's yeah, got Glenn, 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 Glenn. Yeah. I thought that was great. I think it was you said that the sense of humor in Liverpool and in Gothenburg is a bit similar. Yeah, even if it, if it was tough times for yeah. people. Yeah. Well, there was like the the docks was ending up, the, the shipping thing was ending up like in Liverpool. Yeah. The people uh, succeed to hold the uh, humor up, like the, they like to joke about everything. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. The, the, the atmosphere in the town is basically the same as Liverpool. I can feel Liverpool and Gothenburg like 50 50. Absolutely, yeah. exactly the same. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and I mean, I think that must have had a bearing on the team, didn't it? At the way, because you were all working fast guys, you were all working part time when you were when you were doing the, the football as well. So it must have had a good camaraderie with the with, with the team. Oh, you think yeah. that was part of it, and that was what made it. And they made always it so talk about their their jokes and uh, yeah. the way they they made. Uh, Extremely say, mean, actually. They were yeah. really mean to each other, you know. <laughs> practical jokes. Yeah. Very, very, very yeah, hard. Mean in one jokes. way, yeah, but yeah. everyone knows that it's nothing. I just, mean, just, just banter. Yeah. 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 The thing was that when when Sven Jurgen came, we we, um, we start to train very equally every training. So it wasn't the funniest training at all. But you know yeah. you. You come there in the afternoon into the dressing room an hour before the uh, the training. Yeah. Got a good laugh. Then yeah. put out your brain, put it on the uh, yeah. and then you go out and do the boring training. Yeah. And then you do that every day, every yeah. every day. Same thing. Yeah. And it's very boring. Yeah. But it gave results. Yeah. So was that his sort of secret? Was it just it was a very regimented? Yeah. Yeah. Stay training. And, and, and he was very. Um, 
very down to earth, but very nice. Everybody loved them. I work for a Swedish uh, football magazine, and we do different stuff with different clubs in Europe. Inside stories like 15, 20 pages. Yeah. yeah. We, we were in Leicester when it was in Leicester, and we spoke to the groundsman, spoke to the chairman. Yeah. Everybody loved him yeah. because he's such a nice person. I think it'll be good for English people to see Sven, you know, what he did, where he came from, you know, and to see him with his funny hair and his and think, how does he get all those girls? <laughs> That, that's the main point. That's the big question. <laughs> We've never got an answer to. I think you should all, ask all his old players. How about do the millionaires spend all Are all these girls like uh, Stevie Wonder or something? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ray Charles. Or <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, he has to find. Well, he has to have some kind of magic touch. Well, he's got a big wallet. I think. <laughs> Is he in Thailand? I guess so. I guess. Is he in Thailand now, Ben? Yeah. yeah. I think so. I can't say say anything bad about him because he's such a nice guy. Yeah. Such a great person. When I was going to make the interview with with, with, Sven, with Sven, I was I was I was nervous also. I, I thought imagine, he wouldn't yeah. have time or anything. But he was so calm. He had all the time in the world. Yeah. 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 No hurries. No, he was very kind. Very uh, very nice guy. Yeah. Very down to down to earth. Yeah. So tell us a bit about your background in, in movies. How did you sort of get to decide on doing the documentary about IFK? Uh, actually, it started when we were making a film about Spain. So we were spending a lot of time together in uh, rental cars going around Spain. And we started talking about good stories and um, ideas of our films. And, and our basic concept was that the, the, the starting point of a good film is a good story. And then we started talking about this childhood or youth memories of uh, of these guys when they were playing, and we soon realized that this 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 story has got everything that a good story needs. Yeah, yeah. And it's also I, I, I lived in I lived in Spain almost all my, my whole life, and I always I've been always been telling the story about about Glenn and the guys in 1982 yeah. when they won the UEFA Cup. That's been my like my favorite stories. Following, my, I was 12 years when they when they yeah. won. Yeah. And I was there at Ulleby Stadium and watched yeah. the game. And I've been carrying that story around for my whole life and always been telling it to whoever I met. Yeah, yeah. I'm from Yotaboy, You know, do you remember <laughs> yeah. when they won against Barcelona in '85 and uh, a story about their team? Yeah. It's been always yeah. been with me. Yeah. So you wanted to commit all those memories and, uh, and prove to people it's that it really, uh, it's really childhood memories, yeah. strong childhood memories, yeah. happy memories. So was it easy for you to get access to the club? Uh, I mean, you know, obviously in the UK now, we, we have was, to go we through barriers of media people and everybody. We were actually very to nervous. The club, to yeah, the, to, to the, the club players. To the club and the I was very nervous to meet all these players, yeah, yeah, my really idols nervous. when I was a kid. Yeah. I was very nervous. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But it, it, it was very easy to meet them. Yeah. Now, in, I mean, when you look back at, at the work with the interviews, uh, I feel a bit ridiculous. This, we were so nervous going there, you can hear it on the tapes, like, um, uh, excuse me, could you <coughs> please, uh, and when we actually got to know them, it seems like they are actually the, these ordinary guys that we wanted to put in the movie. Yeah. So, actually we had, we had a great time making the film. You made so many interviews, yeah. almost all, yeah. all of the players yeah. in the team, and that's yeah. that's way too many. And we made long interviews with all of yeah. them, so we got we had like way too much material. So it was really uh, the editing process was horrible. Was horrible. We 
we even started fighting me because over what's supposed to be in the movie and what's not. And I think this is most important. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. So it was a horrible process, the, yeah. the, la the, the last four months or something, to get all this together. Because, I mean, to us it was like, th these are some of our best childhood memories. Because yes. when we followed the team, when we were children and teenagers. So you were an IFK fan, were you? Yeah, yeah. 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 In opposition to my father, who's a fan of Malmo. Oh right. Okay. Who well, he was a fan of Malmo. Now he's a fan of Hudson. Okay. But um, so uh, I, we were both that since we were kids. But I think so, it was nice that you did that research and in interviews with the players. Because I think yeah. watching the movie, you get to know the players and you get to like them. You know, you yeah. get to sort of. You know, I think that's that comes across quite well. A few of these characters, uh, they they were. I think they were a little bit forgotten in Sweden. Yeah. Such as Ruben, who's called Ruben yes. the Red. Yes, yeah. Well, uh, a lot of people in Sweden, they didn't know who They had forgotten. He was. Many people had forgotten who he was. Well, he's a great character, and he's, a, he's the, yeah, the cover star of the DVD, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's, he's a good and he was an extremely important player for the team, as I see. He was great. Yeah. One of the best right backs in yeah. at that at that time in, yeah. the, in Europe. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he comes over really well, I think, as well. Yeah. You know, it's quite a real passionate guy. But he never played in a national team because oh. the one was the uh, the coach of the national team. He didn't like his long hair. <laughs> and, was, his that was, that was and his political views. Yeah, and his political views. But, but the yes. first thing was his hair. Mm. Oh, really? This was an old guy who had it. George Ericsson. Yeah, yeah. Ericsson. Oh, it was in the 70s. Yeah. 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 I can't imagine what he'd be like now. I think it's a good historical document as well. You know, I think it's nice to see a little bit of that looking at Gothenburg in the, you know, in the 80s, and, and then the changes into like the consumerism as well when things change and the, the political yeah. aspect changes. I think it's it's a great film. You know, I think it's a actually we've got a bit of critique in in Sweden for putting, for example, the murder of Olaf Palme in the film. Hmm. But to us, it was like. It, if you really want to feel this story, you have to put in everything that was around this team. What happened mm, yeah. in Gothenburg and what happened in Sweden at this time? It's a, it's a football team from a uh, working class city. I mean, with the shipyards and the Volvo factories and everything. It's uh, and, and you can never, which is which we had we have had some discussions in Sweden among football fans, not us, but among football fans on blogs and stuff about the connection between Panet Arbiet or something. Working class movement. Yeah, the unions and the Social yeah. Democratic Party, the connections between yeah. that and uh, and the club, IFK Gothenburg, where some people today, some fans today, they don't want to see that connection. Mm. But it's it's a historical fact that yes. there was a strong connection between yeah. the social democracy, the labor unions, and also the industrialists, the the SKF, Volvo, oh, and but actually it was everybody the, helped. The, oh, those were all movements. The, the Idrottsrörelsen, the, the, the like organizing sports. 
it was at the same time as they organized the labor unions and uh, it started with the working class movement and they started to organize people in sports yeah and also they started with the how do you say they started to try people to, to drink less and yeah. Yeah. it was all parts of the same movement to educate people and make people make I mean, it's, it's part of it. I mean, it's like you can't do a, you wouldn't be able to do a documentary about Glasgow, Celtic and Rangers without talking about religion. And you couldn't talk about Barcelona and Real Madrid without talking about politics. You know, it's, it's part of it, you know, and I think it's, it, it comes over really, really nicely in the movie. You know. What was it like? You were one of the first sort of high-profile foreign players over in the UK. I mean, at the time when you come over, there was only two foreigners allowed per team, wasn't there? Yeah. In Liverpool. So at that was time, it was like me and John Milbert, the Danish. Oh, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I was just proud to uh, playing in the, uh, in, the, in the English league. Yeah. That was called at that time. Yeah. Because we, I'm grown up with the, with English football and television yeah. every Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. Been watching uh, since 69, 67 or something. Yeah, something like yeah. yeah. that. They've shown English football every weekend, yeah. every Saturday afternoon. Yeah. So to play for 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 an English team and especially Liverpool at that time yeah. was magnificent. Yeah. Can you play for another team? Yeah. Rebellion. Yeah. And you won the you won the league with Liverpool. First year. In the first year there. Yeah. Fantastic. Isn't it? I was traveling around in the, uh, the double decker, like in the champagne and yes. the cup there. <laughs> 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 ah, it's yeah. fantastic. You played at Fiorentina, didn't you? As yeah. well. With Sven Joran Eriksson as a coach. Ah, yes, yeah. He was yeah. there for two yeah. years. Yeah. Yeah. Did he bring you over to the team? Yeah. yeah. That was the same time when um, I said no to Manchester United. Because oh, yes. Sven Joran called me and said, yeah. don't take anything else, I'm taking over now. He yeah. was in Rome at that time. Mm. I just signed for Fiorentina, so I want you here. So don't sign for anything else. Okay? Yeah. So I said no to Ferguson. <laughs> yeah. Any slight but regret there or not? Or are you happy with No, not at that time. No, yeah. because they weren't that good at that time. That's true, yeah. No, no, no. He yeah. took over 86, but didn't want anything until 90, I think. Yeah. yeah. FA Cup. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. at that time, of course, now. <laughs> well, but, the, yeah, but Italian sometimes league, the Italian league was really something else at that time. Yeah, Everybody they had the best yeah. players in the world, really. Yeah, yeah. Maradona, Platini, yeah. all these guys. Yeah, that's true. Laudrup, yeah. yeah. all these. It's not Ian like Rush. today. No, it's changed, isn't it? Yeah, Rush yeah. came there for one year. Yeah, yeah. One year. He didn't do too well. <laughs> I think he missed the pubs. <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs>
went to see IFK two, two or three weeks ago against Elfsport. Yeah. And your son was playing, and yeah. a good win, two one. Yeah. It was a good one. And that was a that cost me three hundred and sixty kroner. That's kroner. quite expensive. Was that three hundred and sixty kroner for yeah. that game? Yeah. yeah. I didn't I, know but I had a seat. That was quite expensive. I yeah, think. that's expensive too. Expensive, yeah. yeah. Mm. Especially if you put it in relation to the quality of the. Uh, of the player, but that wasn't too bad that game. Uh, that was a good Is game. It a that good was game? a half decent game. Yeah, I mean Did they you lose. It was good. Um, there was bits of it. It got exciting. <laughs> but I'm, I've supported Reading for years, so I'm used to that football. <laughs> 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 we can't compete with the rest of Europe because there is no money. Mm. We can't keep our players because yeah. when they get, they good when they're 18, 19. They go to somewhere Norway, Denmark, even in the middle, middle clubs in, in Holland, in, in Belgium. So even they earn like five times more. Really? More, more in Denmark and yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. That's three, four, Big yeah. three, four times. Yeah, yeah. So what do you think? Is there any answer to keeping your players? I mean, what, I mean, uh, we get a lot of Swedish players come over to the UK, and they're always good. They always yeah, they give hundred percent. They, they. Yeah. Uh, I suppose it's, it's, it's a political matter. I think also that, I mean, um, maybe it's impossible to go back to the way things were, but the rules, they actually had some regulations on how many foreigners you can have, have in one team, and those rules, they weren't that bad actually, because it, 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 it put up some kind of resistance against um, commercialism. Commercialism, yeah. It's gone yeah. too far, I mean. It's gone way too far because I mean the idea of the game is that uh, basically the idea is that the guys from my town go to another town to beat the guys of that town. Yeah, yeah. But and if you if you lose that, if you lose totally completely, if you lose the contact with that basic concept, I think the game is in danger actually. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I think the essence of the yeah, I agree. But still, if you want to compete. Yeah, you need some rich yeah. owner who can. I mean, it's it's very good to say what you say. Yeah. I agree totally. But yeah, that's that's dreams. Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, yeah. But I think so that's if you want to get up there, you have to get somebody. Yeah, to yeah. if you want to good football, if you, you have follow. to have some some good investments. Yeah. Guitar is uh, painted with the <laughs> yeah. So it's, uh, 
it was uh, I didn't even have to think about it. It was yeah. uh, natural. And Ian is a, he's a very talented composer. I think he was very inspired by uh, the, the talent so. to make to yeah. make the soundtrack to his favorite football players inspired him a lot. Listen, I woke up one morning. We had been talking the day before about the 70s and how the team started out and what it was like in the 70s. And he had emailed me four new songs. Four yeah. new songs with 70s, like the seven various 70s theme. And they all sounded really like they were recorded in the 70s. It was extraordinary. Yes, that's true. He just did it day by day. It sounds like he's, he's fantastic, isn't it? You know? yeah. So did you give him any idea? Did you, did you say this is what we want? Well, we took or? him in to maybe to the editing and showed him the images. Or, so he was very aware of the whole what what every song, what 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 epoch or what uh, what match, what game, yeah. what feeling. It, That's why I like the music because it yeah. does. It, it, I mean, especially the, the fantastic intro where you've got the camera flying over Gothenburg, the docks, and you've got the music going. It's, it's a great, it's a fantastic image, you know, yeah. it, it works yeah. perfectly. And also when he's doing like the, the Borgonovo theme, yeah. when he goes to Italy to, to yeah. see him on the hospital, is it Cornelius and goes to Italy to see him in the hospital bed, yeah. and then he's playing that music, and it's yeah. it's really quite fantastic. Too much. Cries like he's, he's, he can. Yeah, but it's a very move, and the music makes that again very moving sort of. Uh, Thank you.